0: Hello and welcome to the Bow Valley Wedding Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Murray from Class Act DJ Service. Now the purpose of this podcast is to feature conversations with experienced wedding vendors based in the Canmore and Banff areas. But today we're gonna switch it up a bit and feature a new team on the local scene. I first met Fialyn Crandall and Michaela Rogers, the team behind Frankie D's Donuts, as I was setting up to DJ a wedding in Canmore this past summer. I looked up from running some cable to find a site I hadn't seen at a wedding before. It was a beautifully decorated wall of donuts these things were huge and looked absolutely delicious i seriously wanted to try all four flavors they had on display that very instant we got to talking and i discovered that not only were they a really unique new vendor working to break into the local wedding scene but they were also a married couple who had their own story about celebrating their wedding in banff with some great advice for other couples especially lgbtq ones who are looking to do the same So let's dive right into all of that right now. Michaela Fia Lin. thanks so much for joining me on the show.
1: Yeah, thank you for having us.
0: Tell us a little bit about how Frankie D's Donuts actually got started.
1: It started when Fia Lynn started baking, actually, in 2019.
2: Yeah, like December, just before the pandemic. I became obsessed with baking. And the first thing I made was donuts, which is pretty random. Yeah, you'd think that she would make brownies or a cake or cookies. Something
1: (laughs) easy, you know, to start off. (laughs) But no, straight into donuts she went. And it was amazing. How many donuts did you make? I don't know. Definitely more than
2: two people should have eaten.
1: We ate them all. Frankie was spinning around in circles, so excited.
0: Frankie is your dog?
1: Yeah, Frankie D's Donuts is named after Frankie. She is a labradoodle. She's actually here sitting next to us. She <laughs> was in the other room, but she heard the podcast getting started and <laughs> came she up. came and curled up right next to us. <laughs> well, I mean,
0: I mean, it is Frankie D's Donuts. Of course, Frankie D has to be part of the podcast, right?
1: For exactly. sure. That's <laughs> <her business. laughs> awesome. It kind of started from there. It was just like a passion of feelings to be in the kitchen making yummy treats. And then fast forward, I think it was April, 2020. I was on the phone with a friend and at the very end of the conversation, she was about to hang up and she was like, oh, I forgot to tell you, I accidentally started a donut business. And I was like, that's the best sentence I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) Bieland was in the living room and she kind of like heard there was a commotion happening. (laughs) And I ran out and I was like, babe, I think we should deliberately start a donut business. And like, this was nothing we had ever thought of before. It felt like something came down from heaven Mm -hmm. (laughs) with this idea. And yeah, we took a couple months of talking about it. This friend in Manitoba who accidentally started a donut business, she worked in a restaurant and she had been working on a recipe. She sent us a version of it and we got to testing and just seeing like, is this something we can even do? We have no baking experience, you know, other than hobbies. We never went to any culinary school. We just spent a couple months in the kitchen and tweaking the recipe. Funny thing, actually, the altitude in the mountains completely changed everything about the
2: donut making process. Meaning everything was messing up and not as they said it would be. So, yeah, (laughs) learned a lot. We were on the phone to these friends in Manitoba and
1: it eventually got to a point where they were like, "Uh, we can't help you. Like their dough would rise in about an hour and ours was proofing a rising in 10 minutes. And then eventually we kind of built up the confidence to give some of these donuts to taste test to like friends and friends of friends. People just started messaging us and posting on Instagram and they were just saying like, this is the best donuts I've ever had. And we were like, oh my God, like... We thought they were great, but just hearing the reaction from other people, we knew that this was something we wanted to do.
0: You had no professional baking experience. You didn't go to culinary school. What was it you were doing before you started a donut business? And are you still doing that thing now?
2: I've had this company, Michaela works with me in it now, but I started it 17 years ago. We do mostly like business consulting for primarily holistic practitioners. We do some corporate work as well. To really help people like tap into their natural strengths and gifts and build their business around it. And this is obviously completely different work. It was really odd to be working in a kitchen, not just in a retreat setting or on Zoom. We're still doing that work. That's our primary business. And then this is obviously growing alongside it. We are two busy people, but... (laughs) We love the work that we do in the consulting. And like I said,
1: like we never planned a food business. It is a whole other world, but it's opened up something in us and in our creativity and Mm -hmm. just like so much joy in our life that wasn't necessarily missing, but never thought it could be like this full of joy.
0: Do you have a commercial kitchen you use?
1: One of the first roadblocks we actually ran into was trying to find a place to make these donuts. We were making them in our little condo. And I think we got up to like 40 donuts when we were kind of in that taste testing process before we were really official. And we were like, okay, this isn't going to
2: work. We have to move. (laughs) 40 was way too many and it's also not enough. So that was
1: obvious. (laughs) Yeah. So we had a few people locally that were really supportive in terms of helping us to kind of find a place and, I was talking to a friend about the problem and she said, oh, I know the people at Tavern 1883, which is a local pub kind of restaurant here. One thing led to another. We got introduced to them and they were just incredible in terms of just how open they were and supportive. They were just like, yeah, like, let's just make this work. We have been working out of their kitchen overnight. Right now the process is like for donut days is what we call them. They're kind of like pop-ups where people can come and pick up their donuts and everything is already pre-sold. Like as an example, we would open sales on a Monday and people go online onto our website and they can place their order and then they come and pick them up on the scheduled donut day. The idea is to move into a new shared kind of commercial kitchen in the next couple months and then one day have an own place.
0: This is a podcast about uh, the wedding business here in the Bow Valley. So let's talk weddings. I mean, how are you involved in the wedding industry in town? And what's your experience working with couples here?
1: We absolutely love being a part of weddings. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It has been like such a joy to move into the wedding industry and be working with couples. We can create a quote for not only making donuts, but they get to kind of like personalize their flavors. We give them a list of like options we have that customers haven't even tried yet which has been really fun for Mm -hmm. wedding couples to be able to see flavors that haven't been available to the public we also had our first wedding actually the groom his favorite thing ever was chocolate mint and we had yet to create a chocolate mint donut they had picked their flavors and chocolate mint wasn't in there but every time we saw him he was just like a little kid talking about this chocolate mint every time
2: (laughs) (laughs) so we're like we can't do that we're not doing that it was just like not even a thought but he kept saying it so we're like okay
1: yeah he kept saying it and it just felt like no this is something we want to try and do for him so we worked at it and by their wedding day we had a chocolate donut with a little handmade junior mint bite no way that was in the center of it and we were able to use a local chocolate shop the chocolatier it turned out amazing so we really like being able to personalized things for couples to make their day just really really special.
0: So the groom was happy with the outcome of that chocolate mint experimental donut you came up with there?
1: <laughs> so, yeah. happy. so happy. So happy. Said it was the best chocolate donut he's had. So that also <laughs> was awesome. We've since like released the chocolate donut
2: many for, months later for
1: donut days. We yeah. just did it recently actually and We had some people commenting after that if we don't have this donut regularly, they might not live. (laughs) (laughs) So we are thankful for him,
2: for the motivation to create a new flavor. That's awesome. (laughs) We were just focused on our donut days, but then people reached out and we started doing weddings. And we're all about having something to look forward to. And once we saw, oh my God, of course people are looking forward to their wedding, we could see that same joy that people have as they pick up their donuts that they've managed to get in before it's sold out. That same joy translates to the weddings where, you know, some of the people that we have done weddings for they're like more excited about the donuts than anything or like that's like a huge part of what they're excited about so it was really really fun to see that crossover
0: the first time i met both of you was at a wedding here in canmore and you had this really great donut wall display with like a little pegboard where you kind of stuck the donuts on there and these i mean the donuts you make they're huge It's almost a full meal, just eating one of these donuts. Uh, Is this something you do as like a dessert option or uh, an alternative to a wedding cake or maybe a little bit of both?
1: Yeah, we've had some people really see it as the alternative to a wedding cake to have a donut wall, a donut display, which is really cool. It's definitely like a different angle to go with dessert. We love creativity and being out of the box with kind of what we're doing, which is why the donuts are double the size of an average donut like so many people say it's like the size of their face (laughs) which we love (laughs) our flavors are like big and bold and like we only use real ingredients everything's made from scratch handmade being able to create an alternative at a wedding that is something that people will remember years and years later Mm
2: -hmm. has been just like a real joy for us i think when we met you that was one of my favorite moments so far connected to weddings was we're setting up the donut display and the families are walking in. And I just remember like the families, like a whole bunch of them looking over and their jaws dropping. Cause it's just like <laughs> shocking almost like it's beautiful. And the kid in them is just waking up. And
1: yeah, it's so fun. Some people also do dessert tables now where they kind of have a selection of different items and we can add donuts to that kind of selection of items that they have. So some people will order 30 or so donuts or 40 or 50 in terms of just like adding it to the dessert table. And some people will order 100 or so because they're trying to allow one per person for their wedding because it is like the main dessert.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, as you're starting this donut business, I'd imagine, you know, it wasn't all like smooth sailing. There might have been a few bumps along the way. Is there a good story about something just going completely sideways, either, you know, starting up your business or, or wedding related and maybe how you recovered from that?
2: I feel like there's an overarching sideways thing, which is in our other business, you just show up and you do your work and it makes sense and then you're done (laughs) and it's like so solid and we learned pretty early on because we didn't have kitchen experience that kitchens are different. They're different animals and every time we go in, something goes sideways. It was
1: shocking and it's been like a great learning experience
2: once we learned from other
1: chefs and, and people in the food industry that it's normal. Mm -hmm. for things to go sideways in the kitchen like I was just talking to another food business owner yesterday who kind of made an off-the-cuff comment about how like never once does everything go perfect when you're working in a kitchen Mm -hmm. and so that really helped to normalize that whole experience for us because initially I was like what are we doing but like every time something goes wrong And it's not even that it goes wrong, it's that we're still learning every single time that we're in the kitchen, like, we're finding out processes and things like that. But I would say that, like, no matter what happens behind the scenes... Somehow it always works out. It always works out. (laughs) Perfectly. It's really, I think it's really cool for people to know that, like, (laughs) it might be chaos behind the scenes, but, like, they get that perfect donut or that perfect meal at a restaurant and... It doesn't mean that everything was perfect behind the scenes, but it means that everyone is committed and devoted to the experience the customer has. Mm -hmm. And to the experience that bride and grooms have biting into that first bite of a donut on their wedding day. Everything we do is working towards that Mm -hmm. and creating the most memorable experience, the biggest smile possible on their face. I don't think we've had anything go sideways in terms of a A wedding per se I will say the wedding we met you at like (laughs) we expected to be setting up the wall before the reception and then having people there and the bride and groom there as we were setting everything up was a little nerve-wracking but (laughs) but a good experience and just having like when you stand back and look at that wall that we made from afar it looked perfect but when we were up close I was trying to like wipe glaze off the peg and just make everything exactly (laughs) perfect and i was like oh no like i don't think this looks good and then you take a step back and it's just like you're speechless because it's incredible
0: totally it looked great and and i mean they were such an easygoing couple i remember like they were just super great to work with so i think uh it was a good experience all around for everybody
1: it was and generally like the people that we work with like it is their special day so of course like the things are kind of heightened sometimes but the majority is just like It's all about love, you know, and it's about like happiness. And we really bring that with the donuts and we do everything we can to make sure that that is the experience that they're having, because we want them to have something to look forward to.
2: And we just make sure that we kind of hit that mark every time. What I personally love about it is it really wakes up everyone's inner child. (laughs) Like people see the donut wall and they really light up. And so there's this added joy factor that just feels so good to me. Number one. And number two What I really love is the beauty of it. So depending on what flavors you choose, you'll get a different color. So for example, cranberry is like so vibrant. It's like this reddish, well cranberry color, so beautiful. And then we had blueberry basil at one wedding and that was just like so spectacular. So it's really cool to be able to create this beautiful display that is totally custom. The colors are not from food coloring or anything. That's all real which kind of is unbelievable for people.
1: I feel like it also gives like a huge conversation piece at the wedding. We've gotten emails that it was like the highlight of the wedding experience, not only for the bride and groom, bride and bride, groom groom and groom, like it was the highlight for also their guests. And it's a conversation starter. Also, there is the plus side of having donuts left over the next day. (laughs) We have had every time we get messages that it was the greatest thing to wake up to and have more donuts in the morning. We even had a bride actually freeze donuts to be able to have as kind of a one-year anniversary moment. So I think that there's just so many cool things that make it unique. And also just the display, like you talked about, being able to have a donut wall and something that's different it's been really cool to be able to see the amount of joy that people get. Our donuts are also unique in themselves, in terms of like the dough is different and the flavors are all made from scratch. So that makes it unique too. Mm-hmm. We have converted a lot of non donut lovers into now donut lovers. <laughs> We've received a lot of messages from people that didn't like donuts and like weren't a huge fan of them that are now obsessed because of our donuts. And so I think that whether all your guests are donut lovers or not, it is likely they will be after kind of having our donuts at your wedding.
0: (laughs) You know, as a wedding vendor, I mean, one of the big reasons I do this and getting that feedback at the end, like, wow, you know, you really helped to make my day just absolutely amazing. I mean, knowing that people put so much time and effort and work into planning their wedding and then having it all come together and being a part of making somebody's day really special is really fulfilling. It sounds like you you kind of share that feeling about what you do as well.
1: Yeah, it really feels like there's nothing better. We get that on donut days with customers where you see the smile on their face and it's just like all the work overnight in the kitchen and the cups of coffee Mm -hmm. are so worth it. And it's just like a whole other layer with weddings, knowing how much thought and time they have put into every detail to make their day really memorable and special to be able to like fulfill on that and go kind of like above and beyond even I think what they expected because they're just so excited leading up for the donuts and to really like have that anticipation but then at the end of the day it was the highlight for them there's just no better feeling than that
0: an interesting aspect of your business is that you know you're both married to each other so you're working together in the kitchen and your other business you were talking about and then you know you're going home and and together I mean like I mean I love my wife uh I I think all all that togetherness would be no I don't know Uh, I mean how does that work do you guys still come home and and still want to hang out and see each other
2: Uh, we definitely need to prioritize balance and you know having our own time. time yeah yeah you know, it's been something we've had since we've been
1: together. We've been working in a business together and it definitely like there have been ups and downs, but every day we learn how to improve that kind of balance for each other and ensure that we're each getting like what we need in life and also in the relationship. Being able Mm -hmm. to prioritize our relationship and the business relationship is definitely a balance. Mm -hmm. I would say that actually having two businesses as counterintuitive as it might seem has been the greatest thing for our marriage (laughs) (laughs) because the analogy of having like two cooks in the kitchen definitely uh, crosses into the other business and so we really have it that Fia Lynn is kind of like in charge I would say of the consulting that business. Scale Naturally that business. Yeah, Yeah it's called Scale Naturally And I'm kind of in charge of Frankie D's, And then we collaborate on everything. We kind of talk through stuff. But at the end of the day, it's been really helpful to have one person that's responsible for kind of making the final decisions on things. Mm -hmm. We also have little routines we do in terms of like when we go into the kitchen. We're really intentional about like we kind of have started doing a meditation before we go in. We set an intention. We tell each other something we love about each other. Everything we do is about infusing love into these donuts. So that doesn't make sense if like we're fighting in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And so we've just kind of like really set up different structures that support our like love and connection through everything that we do.
0: I'm curious about your love story. I mean, how did you meet and fall in love with each other?
1: Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) It's a long story, but we actually met in a business event. In Banff, thankfully. Yeah, I'm originally from Australia, Michaela, and my accent has totally gone.
0: Not so not I entirely. Just, I can. It's it kind of peeks through. I can hear it a little bit.
1: Old, oh, cool!
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome. The first time I came to Canada, specifically Banff, was the first place I came to, and it was just like I knew that I was home. Like I'd never felt more home than I did there, like in the mountains. And so I knew that I wanted to move to Canada. We were then in a business networking event, and that's the first time that we met. We actually didn't get to connect there. We connected at a different event months later in America, in Palm Springs, and I then moved to Canmore a few months later. Few <laughs> months later. <laughs> we were We were friends. We were just friends for a while, but to find out later, like, Thea already knew <laughs> that she was into me, and I, like, had to come out of denial and kind of allow that in and it's an interesting story but I've never felt more home in the mountains but also with her Mm -hmm. it was just like she felt like home to me and I had never felt that in any relationship before and so when she finally told me that like the feelings were not just a friendship my world changed because I had to come out of denial and like come to like accept myself and my feelings and my sexuality after kind of shutting it down for so long and just being very very straight (laughs) or pretending i was i guess it has been amazing we Mm -hmm. got married a couple years later
2: and we actually got married in Banff, which was awesome yeah
0: tell us about your wedding
2: so like we're pretty non-traditional in most ways even our other company like it's all about creativity and finding solutions out of the box so when we were getting married we're like well we can't just do it standard (laughs) so we we got married in the winter on a golf course that was snowed over and there was just like two people and a baby <laughs> and frankie <laughs> and frankie of course and then whoever else needed you know the photographer and all that and, and uh, yeah. yeah our outfit was not a wedding dress but wedding toques which, <laughs> you know so that the big you know leading up to it was picking out our wedding toques <laughs>
1: <It> <laughs> so was that intimate. we started
2: small like that and intimate because that's what felt really right for us at the time and we'll probably do it again like Maybe yeah else and do differently but
1: yeah we've talked about kind of having another wedding especially since we never had a donut wall
2: yeah at our wedding
1: <laughs> so yeah where i like we set up these donut walls and make donuts for these weddings and see the photos and i'm like okay we got to do this again we did not do it right the first time <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, is there, like, if you were going to do another reception or if you look back, I mean, is there anything that you'd change about the way that you had your wedding? Is there anything that you really like that you'd do again?
1: You know, I think that donut wall is the first thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, having that cool thing for us to look forward to, but also for, like, guests to look forward to and enjoy. Mm -hmm. And some kind of feature for people to be able to, like, kind of take photos with that. Mm -hmm. We're definitely very, like, like the intimate type of thing so I mean for me personally I would love kind of like an intimate style wedding itself in terms of like renewing our vows and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing but then having all the people that we love and that mean a lot to us kind of like at a reception Mm -hmm. to be able to like celebrate together we definitely just had a small amount of people the whole time and it felt right then Mm -hmm. and I think that as we've kind of started Frankie D's Donuts and things like that we've definitely grown in the community like we worked from home a lot but now it's like we're a part of the community and that means that we have met some amazing people Mm -hmm. that we now call our close friends and so we would love to do it again and be able to have these people that mean a lot to us now that weren't in our lives then to Mm -hmm. be able to like be a part of that celebration
0: when you were choosing vendors for your wedding at the time what were some of the priorities that you were looking for
2: i think the biggest thing we were an lgbt couple so we were really looking for people who supported that to feel really safe and comfortable yeah on such an important day
1: yeah we really wanted like to not have it have to be a thought of what the officiant was feeling or the photographer was feeling and i feel like that's something that probably a lot of heteronormative or straight couples just like like it's normal like it's not something they would likely even think about They would think about like having someone that feels good to them. Mm -hmm. But for us, it was not only do we want it to feel good, but we really wanted to feel safe in sharing our love and our vows and having kind of like the photography on your wedding day to us feels really intimate. It's like someone is photographing one of the most intimate experiences you can have as a couple. So we wanted to feel like we weren't only safe, but we were celebrated and Mm -hmm. feel that love from the vendors. Mm -hmm. And so that was really important to us. And it's something that we're really proud to be able to offer in providing donuts. There's so much love infused into them, but also like for LGBT couples to be able to know that like it's coming from us, an LGBT couple, just feels really good to be able to provide that.
0: When it came to finding uh, vendors that you were very comfortable with from an LGBT perspective, I mean, was that a difficult search for you or was it relatively easy?
1: This was like quite a few years ago. And I feel like back then it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was difficult, nor was it particularly easy. No. So it was like somewhere there in the middle. Definitely there were options for us to be able to choose someone that had kind of like LGBT friendly on their
2: website but often it's not like that's the thing that we notice. I definitely do lots of research online. And so if there's nothing on there that says they're LGBTQ friendly, you can't make any assumptions. Mm-hmm. Right. And so there's a lot. I found that if a vendor doesn't mention it, then it just feels like a gray area and it might be unsafe from our perspective. Hmm, interesting, yeah. And that's just being like our experience as a mm-hmm.
1: couple, but I definitely feel like from then to now, I think, As every year passes, people are getting more and more up to the times and more and more inclusive and aware that they need to state that they are LGBTQ friendly. So I definitely think there are likely more options now than ever. I mean, there's different vendors that we talk to and have started building relationships with like yourself. And that has been like, it just kind of warms my heart and it feels really, really good because we are an LGBTQ couple and own business and we're moving into the wedding industry and being able to like meet with and talk to some different vendors. They have been incredibly helpful and supportive in mm-hmm. terms of welcoming us into the industry and giving advice and recommendations of what to do to be able to support couples and be able to have more weddings kind of on the books for us and be a part of more weddings. Mm-hmm. So To me, that just signals that things are getting better and better in terms of inclusivity and people that are LGBT friendly and not only friendly, but celebratory, Mm -hmm. you know? And that was something we really wanted in our wedding. And I would say something that if we were to do our wedding again, we would do kind of bigger, focus more on celebrating kind of the love that we have. I think back then we were just looking for like vendors that were safe, Um, Mm -hmm. rather than really being able to completely celebrate in our love. And so I think that's something that we would be looking for more the next time we get married and renew our vows.
0: Right on. What's a piece of advice that you'd give for couples coming to our area to get married?
2: Weddings are stressful. They can be. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of activities. There's a lot of coordination and people and all that. And busyness and this is just something that happens for us just in our day-to-day lives. It's just getting really busy and losing track of things. So I think the biggest thing that I think of is while you're here to take moments to slow down and just be present. We live in one of the most beautiful places in the whole planet. Try to have some moments where you really just slow down and take it in and be present to enjoy, obviously the wedding, the day, but also just, this beauty of nature and the amazing energy that's here yeah i would definitely recommend taking time before and
1: definitely after the wedding Mm -hmm. to be able to just be present to like where you are i feel like for a lot of people traveling here there's a lot of things they want to see and do i mean there's so many hikes and beautiful spots and moraine lake and lake louise and even in banff and canmore there's incredible spots I feel like everywhere is an incredible spot to see the mountains, but I think just being able to slow down and like have days where you can go with the flow of what you're feeling like and not checking things off the list of what you want to see and do, but being able to like take a day even to just sit somewhere and really take in your surroundings and where you are and be more like leisurely about it. Mm (laughs) That's been the greatest thing for us. I feel like we remind ourselves of that a lot. Sometimes you can get so busy, you don't even look at the mountains and that's just Mm -hmm. such a waste of where we live and the balance and the lifestyle that we want. So we've been really intentional to be creating more time and space to really enjoy where we are without doing something, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense.
0: Do you have any uh, sort of local favorite spots that you could recommend to people? Like, I mean, what sort of uh, place that really resonates with you when it comes to connecting with the mountains?
2: So there's this one day my cousin was out. We ended up going for like this walk really early in the morning around Quarry Lake and there was no one else there. I didn't even think that this was really possible until this happened. But we walked out and because it was so early and everything was so calm, the lake was completely still and you could see the entire reflection of the mountains in the lake. And then I realized, okay, that actually happens regularly. This is like a normal thing. So for me it's it's that going to some kind of lake or something is in early morning or whenever you can see that calm, like it was just pure magic to be able to not only be surrounded by the mountains but to see it reflected in the water is just like I never experienced that before. It was amazing.
1: I think that time it was at Quarry Lake. Yeah. which is really close to where we live, but I'm sure like that rings true for Yeah, any lake, you know, Two Jack is one of our favorites as well, which is in Banff. That's just a lake that's special to us because we went there so much when we first kind of started moving our friendship into (laughs) a relationship. And it just felt really magical to be at Two Jack because it really feels like there's mountains like 360 all around you.
0: Wrapping things up by looping back to donuts. I'm curious about your favorite donut flavor. Fia Lynn, you go first.
2: Oh, my God. There's been so many number ones. I really love the cranberry. It's so good, but strawberry is kind of like always there. But now there's the chocolate, and I think that takes all of them. I think that's my number one. Wow. It feels scary to like pick one, but if I could only have one flavor for the rest of my life, it would be chocolate. It's just so dreamy. And I've never liked chocolate donuts before, even in the slightest. <laughs> I'm just like laughing, witnessing, feeling,
1: try and choose a favorite flavor. Uh (laughs) It's painful. I've never actually heard you be able to like say one. I know. The chocolate must be good. It is, it is. My favorite, I really like our apple fritters. They are incredible. I think strawberry is probably still going to be my all-time favorite. It's just like you're biting into a fresh strawberry. And people say that every time
2: and we're like, yeah, because like, it's real strawberries. It's, <laughs> it's definitely Frankie's favorite, 100%. Oh, what so was your you, favorite, Rob?
0: First of all, you let the dog eat, uh, eat the donuts too?
1: Yeah, so we have doggy donuts. Oh. And, and kitty donuts. And now kitty donuts. The
0: cat <laughs> lovers
1: were messaging us feeling very excluded. And <laughs> we're all about inclusivity. So we were like, well, of course, let's give the cats some donuts too.
0: My favorites, I don't think I've tried your entire repertoire yet, but from one of the ones I have, the the maple one was just outstanding. I loved oh, it. So good. That's awesome. Um, I'm craving donuts today. (laughs) Where can people find you on social media and online?
1: We're at Frankie D's Donuts. Um, F-R-A-N-K-I-E-D-S Donuts, D-O-N-U-T-S. Donuts is spelled differently depending on how you prefer spelling it. (laughs) We spell it the simple way. And our website is the same, com.
0: Fia Lynn, Michaela, thanks so much for joining me in the show. Frankie D's Donuts, I got to say, uh, you know, the ones that I have tried, I've absolutely loved your donuts. Hopefully we'll run into you again at another wedding. So I get to try some more. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely be seeing you around town.
1: Thank you so much, Rob. Thanks,